Hey babes, this is Alyssa, the host of That's What Mom Said podcast and your new mom bestie. I've had to deal with daddy issues that later turned into baby daddy issues and honestly, the rest is history. As if being a mom isn't hard enough, I'm out here healing, trying to break generational curses, redefining motherhood, making sure I eat three times a day and my kids get fed and I remember to shower. And I think that if you're a mom, you get it. Download, subscribe, and turn your notifications on on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And to stay up to date with all things That's What Mom Said, follow me on Instagram at That's What Mom Said Pod. Good morning, babes. Welcome back to another episode of That's What Mom Said. This is Alyssa, your hostess with the mostest, your podcast mom bestie. Hello, hi. Um, Happy Wednesday. Just like that, it's another week, another episode, and I am feeling great and I'm about to tell you why. It's nothing super crazy. I just found this at-home recipe for a frozen coffee and like, you know, that's the way to my heart. That's the type of shit that really gets me going. Over the summer, I was kind of on a butter pecan frozen coffee from Dunkin' Kick. Like, that was my shit. And I was super depressed when they discontinued it. I guess it was only like a summer flavor or something. Um, Usually I get iced. But to have it frozen, that was like a little treat, you know? So I ended up finding this frozen coffee at Wawa. And you order it like on the screen. And it's a frozen caramel chocolate chip frappuccino and the first time that i had it i completely fell in love it's absolutely delicious but every time i would go get it it was like seven dollars like after you add the whipped cream and everything it came out to almost seven dollars and i thought oh my god this is absolutely preposterous i don't know about you but i don't have seven dollars per coffee type of money so the one day when Jalen and i were on our way to walmart i had her look up a recipe and we found one and all you need is four ingredients three of which I already had at home um and a blender and then the key ingredient is Hills Bros English toffee cappuccino powder I definitely recommend trying that if you're a coffee freak like me because it was so good I'm terrible because this thing probably has so much sugar in it but I have had one for my morning coffee every day since I got the ingredients I decided to cut back on coffee so before I would have like you know sometimes two three a day but I'm only doing one so I feel like if I'm gonna do one I'm gonna do it up and I'm gonna do it big. Okay I have a quick random thought before I get into what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I think that the notify anyway feature on text messages when you have your phone on do not disturb is the absolutely the worst thing that Apple could have done to us. Okay, I am a true do not disturber. Okay, I don't even have my repeated calls on. I have a couple people that can get through that are on my favorites list and that is it, period. If my shit is on do not disturb, I don't want to read your message. I don't want to know that you sent me a message. Why are you hitting notify anyway? And if you are one of these people, why are you hitting notify? Why are you hitting notify anyway? I need to know why. What can't wait until I'm ready to check my text messages? Why do you feel like you're going to break through all the barriers of my do not disturb? Why are you doing it? 
I used to be friends with this girl and she absolutely lived with her phone on do not disturb like I do now and not only that but she had all of her notifications turned off like they didn't even pop up on her phone when she got them and I just remember at the time thinking that it was so strange but I asked her like why do you do that why do you have all of your notifications off and she was like because I'll see it when I see it, like when I'm ready to see it. I don't want this phone to have control of me. I have control of this phone and I have control of who has access to me and when. And I was just like kind of taken aback because like facts, okay? This was, you know, six, seven years ago at this point, but like that kind of has always stayed in my head. And I feel like that was around the time that I was just like, yeah, I'm about to be a do not disturb ass bitch because you're not about to have access to me if I don't want you to have access to me. When texting first became a thing, my mom and like all the adults around me, they hated it. Like we all wanted to text, but they all said like, why can't you just pick up the phone and call me real quick? And just the thought of people picking up the phone and calling me real quick now, it just repulses me. Don't do it. Because whatever you could have said on the phone, you could say through text message. Am I weird? It's just this thing that I've, I feel like you're just taking my time if you call me. That kind of brings me to another thought and I want you guys feedback. So I'm going to have to post a question box or something because I'm really truly curious how you guys feel about talking on the phone. Obviously not making phone calls to doctors or, you know, whatever, stuff like that. I mean like sitting on the phone and talking to people. For me... I keep my phone on do not disturb for a reason. I am going to be honest. I don't want to sit and watch your phone call ring or swipe your phone call away when you're calling me. I just want it to go straight to missed call and I will either call you back when I can or I won't if I don't feel like it. And I don't mean that in any type of way, but... I'm all about conserving my energy and sometimes I just like I can't and I don't want to. Sometimes I'm doing things or I'm running around and I don't want to sit on the phone or, you know, sometimes I'm at home and just overloaded with my own thoughts and feelings that I don't I don't want to sit and talk. I would rather someone text me and ask me like, hey, like, can I call you or something like that. I feel like when you call me, it's kind of just like so invasive. Even in the past when I've tried to date or talk to people, like I feel like that's everyone's first question. Can we talk on the phone? Like, no, I have three crazy ass children and a dog in the background 24 hours a day. Like I don't want to sit on the phone with you or try to entertain a conversation if my son is going to be busting in my room every five seconds. No, absolutely I don't. Overstimulation as a mother is definitely not talked about enough because I feel like it is so real. Like I feel so overstimulated and always answering questions and doing things for three other people. Like it's hard for me to maintain other relationships because I just feel so drained at the end of the day. But definitely give me some feedback. Let me know how you guys feel. Are you phone people? Are you texters? What would you prefer? Do you hate it like I do? Tell me. Tell me. Talk to me.
I was on the phone with a friend of mine this morning and we were talking about um, the holidays and just gift giving and things like that. And we got on the topic of thoughtful gifts versus expensive gifts. So he has been talking to dating whatever you want to call it this girl for about a month now so still fairly early um but long enough for him to feel like he wants to buy her a Christmas gift right so basically she had mentioned that there was something that she wanted that was no longer made anymore and I don't know how he did it or how he found it but he found the thing that she wanted and he got it for her and it's nothing like crazy extravagant or expensive it was around you know 50 to 60 dollars which I think is decent for someone that you've been seeing for only a month but the thought behind the gift that he got her I thought that that was sweet as fuck like that would have been enough for me the fact that you remembered what I said and then went out of your way to see if it was really available and then got it for me because I mentioned it like that's my vibe that's my type of gift something thoughtful this one year my ex went out and got me like two Christmas gifts I think and I don't even remember what one of them was but I remember specifically getting this pack of candles from him but they were like fake candles with like the light up blinking fake light fire you know on the wick and they were white so they were literally white candles no smell fake wick like not to sound ungrateful, I think I might have even talked about this before, but like, what are you doing? Do you know me at all? Why would you ever buy me a fake candle? I would rather you get me like, you know, something that I would use. I would rather you get me coffee, a Dunkin' Donuts gift card, like anything. The fake candles, that kind of blew mine. Like, do you even know me? I wanted to share a really funny story with you guys. We're going to call it the Christmas catastrophe. Um, this was around Christmas time in, I want to say 2008 or so. Um, let me just set the scene for you guys. Okay, so I have talked about my cousins previously, Danielle, Christy. Um, I don't know if I ever talked about Tori, but that's my cousin as well. We all grew up really close. Um Danielle's obviously been on the podcast, so you guys know her. She has a sister named Christy who is older than her um, and older than me. So Danielle is two years older than me. Christy is six years older than me. We all grew up like super tight, like closer than regular cousins. We were pretty much siblings. So this one year, I am pretty sure that it was 2008 because I think that I was around 15 or so. Um, it wasn't Christmas Day, but my great-grandparents, when they were still alive, God rest their soul, they came down to visit all of us, all the grandkids, and we were all at my aunt's house. So a couple days before we went to my aunt's house to have this, you know, dinner family gathering thing, um, for whatever reason, my cousin and I were arguing. And I cannot even recall why or what we were arguing about. It was probably some stupid petty teenage girl drama and I remember the morning that we were 
the morning of this family event, I was logged into AIM, but all of my messages were forward, forwarded to my cell phone. And at that time, I had one of those like push button chirp, you know, Nextel flip phone things. So every time I would get an AIM message, is that what they're called? AIM messages, whatever, um, an instant message, it would come directly to my phone as a text message. So that morning, my cousin Christy was just like talking a whole bunch of shit to me. And I like the little snitch cousin that I was, I told my mom, I'm like, look at all this stuff, you know, she's saying to me, blah, 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 whatever. So my mom's telling me, okay, just ignore it, whatever, leave it alone, let it go. So I don't respond to her. Or maybe I did. Who the hell knows at this point? This was so long ago. But um, so I don't think I had any conversation with her over text messages or anything for that day. But then I saw her later on. And at the family event, we kind of just steered clear of each other. We didn't communicate. We didn't say anything. We just kind of kept it cool. Um, at some point, my mom decided to go outside and just confront my cousin and ask her, like, what the hell's been going on? Whatever, whatever. And I heard her from inside the house, like the window was open so I could hear the conversation. And I don't even know if I knew that my mom was going to confront her. I think that it was all just like a coincidence. I just happened to hear them having a conversation outside. So my cousin is talking to my mom. I think I got irritated because my cousin started yelling or she was lying about whatever was going on. And the next thing that I knew, I was all the way outside from inside where I was listening to them have this conversation and my cousin and I were in an entire scuffle an entire scuffle I had acrylic tips on at the time I think like eight of them were ripped off my fingers um at some point my aunt came outside to break us up and I think the way that she grabbed my hand I broke my finger like it was just really crazy nonsense it was craziness and I really look back at those days and I was just like a little angry bird. Like I was just such a little angry fighter. I was always fighting and that was just no good. But I felt how I felt, you know. The funniest part is for an entire year after that at Tori's house, they literally had what they called the evidence bag where they picked up my acrylic nails and put them in there and a couple other things that we dropped. And like we, this is like the ongoing joke. Like we have literally laughed about this for years and years and years after that because it's just, it's just funny. I would absolutely love for you guys to submit any crazy holiday stories to me about your family, your baby daddy, your baby daddy's family, anything that you can tell me to make me feel better about my family being crazy. Everybody's emotions are heightened during the holidays, I feel like. There has to be some juicy stories. I need you guys to send them in. Let me read them on the podcast and let's all laugh together. I have not done a card reading on the pod in a little while, so I do want to do a card reading real quick before I end this episode. My little angel baby, EJ, he has been so attracted to these cards. It's the same ones that I've had um, since I started the podcast, but he loves them. He loves looking at them, and he was like really trying to get me to do cards with him the other day, so I did them. 
and I can't even remember the two cards that I got, but they were so good. And I'm like, dude, like, oh, he's just my little angel baby. Okay, I'm just shuffling the cards real quick. I think I'm only going to do two today. I don't know why. I'm just feeling like that's a good number. The first one that I got is number 17, Negativity. And the next one is number 23, positive-minded people. Negativity. Negative feelings are a natural part of the human experience. Grief and anger are ordinary, healthy reactions to the loss of a loved one, to someone mistreating you, or when life seems to be spiraling out of your control. When you are emotionally healthy, you can acknowledge your feelings without becoming stuck in a negative spiral. When a challenge comes along, many people have a default mechanism that automatically goes to the worst case scenario. For example, you could become overly concerned that a small mistake at work will cost you your job or a thoughtless comment will end a relationship and you will end up lonely forever. One of the best ways to heal negativity is to focus on the positives. It may take baby steps to bring this healing about. Your every thought, word, and behavior has a huge impact on your overall health. Take steps to consciously monitor your pessimism. Interrupt your negative thoughts with positive ones. It may take time, but gradually you will train yourself to let go of the negative. You can reprogram yourself to be in full control of your emotions and make a healthier choice to remain upbeat and positive. The next one is 23, positive-minded people. Spending time with people who elevate you and help you see things from a pr fresh perspective will help you disengage from negative emotions. When you are surrounded with love and peace, you protect yourself from negativity. You can create so many positive shifts in your life by hanging out with people who are empowering. Connect with people who have the same values as you. Your friends are a reflection of you. Remember to express love and compassion to the people you surround yourself with. Release any guilt you may have about avoiding a person or situation that doesn't feel right to you. The universe never fails to come through with a message that I needed to hear. Let me know your thoughts on the cards that we pulled today. It's about that time for me to go back into mommy mode. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, make sure you go ahead and do that. Also, make sure to follow me on whatever podcast app you're listening to this episode on. Give me a five-star rating and a cute little comment. I love you all. It's been real and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of That's What Mom Said. Be sure to click the fifth star and leave a super cute review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. Make sure you send this episode to your mom friends, your group chat, your grandmother, your kid's teacher, or literally anybody else that you've ever met. I'll talk to you guys next week. Okay, love you. Bye.